Okay, welcome back to the Over the Line Sports Layup Line. I'm very happy to be joined by Nolan Russell on today's episode. Today, we are going to be covering the release trailer of Space Jam 2. Um, I w- I've been very excited about this for a while. Um, I've been waiting for not only the trailer to come out, but some more to be revealed about who we were going to see. And they showed us a lot in like such a short trailer. Um, where where would you want to start? Uh, why don't we start by just like talking about our uh, our history with the, the original movie. I mean... Uh, as we we talked about it before the podcast uh, released in 1996 November 15th to be specific um, that was one of the first movies that I really fell in love with as a kid um, especially growing up in like a very sports oriented household uh, I was kind of around sports all the time and that was one of the earlier ones that I was introduced to um, but I mean I that was that movie in my opinion was very ahead of its time in terms of like some of the stuff that they did within it like early animation like it was it was a very well put together movie um, and I, that was just one of my favorite childhood movies, to be honest. And I loved, uh, the storyline was actually very followable, even though it was, uh, it wasn't the most mature movie. It was like very much geared to kids, but like, it was still a very intriguing storyline and it was very entertaining. I mean, Michael Jordan's in it, you're going to watch it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of my history with it. It was kind of just one of the ones early on in my sports life I latched onto is like, yeah, this is like one of the reasons why I love sports, like stuff like this we're both 2000s kids so this movie actually came out before we were we were even born so we don't have that like we didn't get to see it in theaters and, oh. and that kind of stuff but we we definitely grew up with this sort of movie and it's it's a big part of uh why i fell in love with basketball and why i watch basketball so so much now like i've always been a huge fan of space jam and i i've even watched it pretty recently and it, it still holds up like it's kind of a ridiculous movie but it's a lot of fun like and that's and that's all I you really need from a movie like this. It's just it's just supposed to be like a fun movie that you can just throw on and, and enjoy it. It's, you know, it's it's an absurd premise, but I, I love it anyways. So I've always oh, been a huge fan. Yeah, they uh yeah some of the things that they did within the movie I love. Like I just think the whole the whole idea behind taking like real life players' powers and like kind of incorporating that into the monsters I think was a great. Like, that was probably one of my favorite parts about the movie is how it actually made sense how they got their uh, abilities. But I, uh, from what we saw in the trailer, I don't think we, I don't think we really see how it came about that the Monstars now are so powerful. I don't really, I don't think we got any backstory. Yeah, yeah. I think they're called the Goon Squad or something like that in this one. And I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. They, they kind of look like robotic almost. So yeah. it's, it's going to be something different, I guess. But I don't really know. I Like, it, the trailer didn't really give us much on on sort of like the villains, I guess, if you want to call them that. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see uh, what direction they take it. It's definitely different than the original movie, which I, I think is a good thing. Like if they just rehashed the same movie and the same plot, I, I think it would have been a bad idea. So mm-hmm. I definitely like the fact that they seem to be going in a, in a very different direction. Yeah, I think they realize that it's one of the movies, especially considering how timeless it was. Like we we kind of just went off on a tangent as to how much we love the movie, even even though it was so long ago. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like you kind of have to adapt to like the new age, or else you kind of get left in the dark. And it's kind of it, it kind of runs true if they were to if they were to reiterate almost the same storyline and the same uh, the same like character character developments, I guess from the same or from the first movie. I think it could have gotten a bit dull, and I think people would have been a bit disappointed. Uh, so I think their choice to kind of attempt to exceed expectations by trying to go over the top i think is definitely the right decision um the one thing that kind of took the internet by storm when it was announced and when the new design was was lola bunny um i did want to talk about that because that was a very that was very prevalent and like uh i don't know just really just it was all over social media 
Um, what do you what do you think? Did you do you think the change was really needed, or do you think it really wasn't that serious? I don't know. Really, it it, it seems similar enough, right? Like I don't I don't I don't really get the big deal. It, it, it like they kind of updated the look of of all the characters, and no, I, it, oh, I don't think it's you, a big you, difference. You, no, do you not know like what it was about though? Like going from like the sexier Lola Bunny to like the non like sexually appealing one. Oh, is that what is that the well, point? Well, that was that was the point that was like it was. I think it was almost two weeks ago. Now it was more relevant, but like a lot of people were like, "Really, did this need to happen? Like, can it not just like resemble the same as the first movie?" But a lot of people were up in arms, like, "Oh, she shouldn't be a provocative character. She's she's a kid. She's really like a kid's character." And it was like I I latched on because I watch Barstool a lot, and uh, KFC does his uh his what is it uh i forget his series it's uh something in a minute um but he he broke it down and he was like really like did this really need to be done um but i don't know i just wanted to get your take because uh, i don't know i feel like they they had to make a few changes like that to kind of appease modern culture and a lot of the more forward-thinking views that we've had as of late so i just wanted to get your take because I, I really didn't think it was necessary i didn't think it was that serious uh but i'm also not someone who's not going to watch it just because of uh the the bunny's not provocative anymore like i really don't care that much but i don't know i just thought i'd get your opinion yeah i guess uh i, I get it like you kind of have to be careful with stuff nowadays people get offended easily um, yeah. i don't know i i think it was you know it's a it's a comedy bit like the the fact that she's provocative is kind of part of what makes it funny so i, I don't really know like I, it's not a change that needed to be made I'm, I'm with you on that but it's not the only change that was made they, they cut out characters too like uh yeah um, pepe lepew, pepe LePew's out, he's, yeah. he's gone yeah i mean again like it, it's one of those things like his character <laughs> is supposed to be like you're supposed to mock him like he's not a role model like you know what i mean it would be like complaining about the Joker going around killing people. Like that's yeah. his character. Like nobody's saying that. That like I don't know. It's uh, people get offended over. Yeah, as as much as, as much as he did, as much as like certain parts that they that they took and used as examples as to why he was canceled um i don't know i just don't i don't know how you can combat the character like 30 years later now that we're up to these new social standards and it's like i understand he kind of omitted those unwarranted sexual acts uh just just kissing up to lady skunks lady cats painted like skunks um but i mean again like you said like that was kind of his character that was kind of his shtick so i don't know if it was really it was really that deep so to speak um but i mean getting on to the the main characters i guess so the goons the goons are comprised of uh of anthony davis diana tarassi and then uh and then draymond and then clay thompson and then who and damian lillard was the last yeah. one I, I i don't mind the choices i think i think clay's a good spot for that because i think he i think he suits that role from what they're depicting as the kind of hot hand sharpshooter kind of thing uh anthony davis i figured was going to be there anyway him and lebron are kind of tied at the hip these days uh dame i like too kind of fits the same role as clay um and i don't know i think i think Diana, diana tarassi I, I like i like her inclusion and I, I definitely think she needed uh she needed some recognition and i like her character choice i think the only other one that maybe you could have thrown there was maybe a candace parker i think would have been a good one as well um and then besides that i i don't i don't mind the character choices i think the only one that i really would have liked to see is maybe a shock i think a shock like character would have been pretty entertaining and cool um and besides that if we're going big men again i think as as we mentioned before we started recording i think rudy gobert would have been an interesting one kind of just to fit the lanky like monster like big man look i think he would have done that pretty well and you mentioned Giannis as well i think Giannis would have been a very good choice as well yeah um uh, yeah if we like why don't we uh just go through like repick the four four uh nba players in the one and wnba player and let's say like don't pick any of the ones that that got in and like let's pick a whole new 
whole new group of four, four NBA and one WNBA. All right, do you want to go first? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I can go first. Okay. Okay, so I think Steph Curry is a good choice. Mm -hmm. I think he's obviously iconic. Like, we're just going to assume that that everyone says yes, because I know know LeBron obviously pitched it to a lot of these guys and they turned it down, but let's just assume everyone says yes. I think think Steph is, is a pretty clear choice. Um, I'll go Giannis. I think he's got sort of an iconic look just because of, you know, his size and obviously his two-time reigning MVP. I think, I think he's someone that definitely, uh, I, he, I know he, he turned it down as well, but you know, if, if he said yes, I think he would have been a great choice. Um, how about Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. kind of similar slim build, uh, got that, that length. I just think it, it's a good choice for kind of like a villainous look and you know he's kind of played sort of the villain in the nba recently a lot of people calling him a snake and whatnot so i, I think he'd fit that role really well kind of got that that built-in rivalry with lebron as well which would be an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. so the fourth choice i want to say nikola Jokic. i think he's a lot of fun you know and having someone like that he's in sort of the prime of his career right now he's you know a front runner for mvp this season i think he'd be a, a great choice to, to fill that last sort of role yeah and then I, for the WNBA, uh you mentioned you mentioned candace parker and I, I think that's probably the big name that jumped out to me as well i think Dan, diana tarassi was a good choice though so I, I don't really have any complaints there yeah i uh i will say that you you did take my uh my curry pick that was going to be the one that i was going to kind of hang my hat on i think his he would have very much suited that role um so i mean i guess just breaking mine down i think chris paul would have been a really good one um i think him and lebron have been really tight over their careers um and chris paul is especially as of late he's kind of hit almost a second prime uh i mean more so in okc but he's still playing very well considering his age um and i just think he would kind of depict that kind of bulldog uh monster goonish mentality and i think that'd be he'd be a really good character to have in it um and i think if we're if we're sticking with kind of players who are closer at lebron's hip not necessarily in terms of league spectrum i think Dwayne wade would have been really interesting as well if he was keeping it more personal um but i mean if we're if we're not taking it personally like keeping it close to lebron i think james harden would have been another good pick at the two um i think i think it would have been interesting how the animation would have been and how they're how stylistically they would have depicted him um i i would almost say like uh what's uh what's his name uh from the from the tune squad like uh he has the guns and he's got the long beard oh um why can't i remember his name yeah i can't remember but i know who you're talking about yeah um i think i think if they would have done some kind of animation like that except scaled it up to the monster goonish meant uh like spectrum i think that would have been really interesting i so yeah i think those would be my two picks there i'd say chris paul james harden um, and then you, Kevin Durant's another great call. I would have probably gone with that if you didn't choose that. Um, but switching from that, I think Ben Simmons would have been a really interesting one. Uh, kind of, kind of the polar opposite of the rest of the guys that you'd expect with the Monsters. Kind of just a straight to the whole kind of player. I think that kind of diversity, let alone his uh, personality and his depiction in the actual movie, I think would have been cool. Uh, but just yeah, I guess for some sort of some sort of parody. Um, and for the WNBA player, just before I go to the five, I think Sue Bird would definitely be kind of on the cusp of that as well um they've they've compared lebron and her a lot in terms of uh career statistics and uh and accolades so i think that would have been very fitting to have kind of the equal representation from the wiba on the other side um and then i guess at the five i'm gonna stick with gobert i i i really like the idea of having that kind of lanky monsterish look um and i think he would fill that really well i think that kind of that kind of animated paint presence would be really interesting i think i think just him jumping 20 feet above the rim and have his hands be even higher and longer i think would have been really cool um, so yeah, I guess my starting five would be Chris Paul, James Harden, 
Uh, I guess it would be Sue Bird at the two, and then Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, good choices. I like the James Harden one. Uh, having the, the beard sort of animated would be really cool. And uh, I looked up that Looney Tunes character you were thinking of. His name's Yosemite Sam. So. Oh, Yosemite Sam. I know. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna um, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, I was for like some other ones that just kind of came to mind as you were talking. I was thinking like Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook. I think there's there's a lot of choices they could have gone with, but I, I like the picks. I think Anthony Davis is a good one. I'm I'm curious to see if like, if they animate his unibrow in a certain way. I think it would be uh really cool. So from the from the trailer you probably saw, it's it's just as bushy and large as in real life, which mm-hmm. I really like. It's uh yeah. the one the one screen capture they showed of his character was like it was him all stern face and it was like really really good detailing on like his beard and goatee but then his his eyebrows are very protruding which i like kind of sticking stylistically to what he uh what he looks like and endorses in real life um and yeah i mean pretty much every character i think was pretty well represented and looks very similar um i think another one if we're mentioning some other ones i think devin booker was kind of an interesting one as well kind of like a younger phenom rising much like a, a luka Doncic, as you mentioned uh but i think his character would have been another one that would have been really interesting like depicted as kind of the the rival the rival team i think he he would have fit that role pretty well um and i guess moving on to uh i guess i guess maybe the storyline like whatever whatever tentatively we're going to see on screen within the next few months when we when the movie actually comes out um what would you, what would you like to see in terms of uh like i guess parity between the storylines between space jam 1 and space jam 2 well just based on the trailer it looks like it's it's really going to be something pretty much completely different um i definitely like the fact that they're not kind of recycling the same sort of villain plot with like the aliens uh coming in and trying to make the looney tunes an attraction on on their amusement park or whatever i I do like that they're they're going in a different direction with that it's it's kind of unclear exactly like is is don Cheadle's character the villain in this like i I don't really know yeah that that was the big gray area for me when i watched it because right when i well first of all i want to say love don Cheadle. the fact that they included him i'm in love with and i like that he's he's usually more so when he's depicted in in movies at least recently he's typically on the good side so i think that's kind of a good change of paces to kind of put him on the villainous side um but i mean just from the early minutes um i know lebron's son walked into that like computer room and he got sucked in and then lebron's like where's my son and then Cheadle's like uh he basically says nah you're going to and then lebron gets sucked in and then he basically has to play to get his son back as opposed to jordan playing to not get locked up in uh in the monsters attraction uh so i think that parody is going to be really interesting like we're going to see whatever they chose to do in a few um few months i don't know when it releases do you know when the release date is july 16th yeah so yeah i guess just over two months now um yeah, and I mean, I guess just to that point, I think it would, I think it would run a lot deeper than just whatever we see on screen. I think, I think that that moment, whatever happens, I think will get a lot of traction and reaction on the internet. Uh, and I don't know, I'm just, I'm very excited to see how it plays out because there's a lot, there's a lot of different elements to this movie. Like, I think this movie has a lot more variety in terms of like different aspects of it as opposed to how linear the first one was. Like, it was kind of there wasn't much else besides the main storyline in the in the first one aside from Jordan playing golf in the beginning, really. And then it's like you see off the beginning, it's like LeBron's like in his mansion and then walks through and then him and his son both get sucked in and then they're right in the universe. And then he goes in the Toon Squad universe. Then they get, uh, I get, I guess, back to being in real life instead of being animated. So I guess there's a lot of different switches between, I guess, real life and uh, and the animated Toon Squad world, so to speak. Um, so I think I think the variety is going to be probably the biggest thing that we see in terms of how deep the narrative is. 
Um, but I don't know. That's that. It's going to be a really polarizing finish, whatever it is. But I am very excited to see what they uh, what they choose to do in terms of like creative control for the storyline. Uh, based on the trailer, I'm I'm, I'm pretty interested in, in the story. I think it, it seems like it, it's going in a pretty good direction. The bigger concern for me is, is the humor. I, I think that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm a little worried. I think comedy nowadays in general is, is tends to not be as good. I think people play it a little safe with comedy a lot of the time because you kind of you can't say a lot of things that that used to get by. Obviously, you know, this is this is a kids movie kind of thing, so you can probably still find ways to to get some chuckles in uh family-friendly ways, but I don't know. I think that's where I I, I the biggest concerns are for me is is the humor side of it. No, I, I definitely agree with you. That is a great point. And I think that'll that'll also kind of chalk up to the movie's rewatchability when it releases. Because I know Space Jam was kind of one of those movies where it was timeless. It was timeless to the point where you could almost watch it on a Monday and then go back the next Monday and watch it and you really wouldn't get bored. Like, at least that's kind of for me personally. Like, when, when I was kind of in the thick of, like, my early sports stages, I could definitely watch that, like, every other week and not get bored um but i feel like if they if they don't really have enough depth in terms of uh i guess both the storyline and the and the humor the humor i guess within that i i don't know i don't know how you'll be able to get people to latch onto it for another watch um but i don't know i i feel like the rewatchability really isn't the biggest like concern or the even the biggest forefront thought in their minds i feel like it's kind of just whatever the final product's going to be um but i am i do agree with you i think the humor is definitely going to be a big thing um especially with the recent changes in uh, not only cancel culture but just what's socially accepted in terms of jokes and mild-mannered humor especially since it's more geared towards a kids movie it's going to be kind of interesting to see how they work around it um i assume it'll be probably I, I would say probably a few inside jokes here and there but i mean especially with how with how much people i know are going to analyze this i know like they probably won't be able to do like the more underlying not dark humor but like a bit more like inappropriate like pg-13 humor because i know that'll just get picked apart and spun so i don't know i feel like they are definitely gonna play it safe but i'm sure it is gonna have its moments where you can kind of tie in and be like okay yeah that was funny yeah i definitely hope so i think that that can kind of make or break a movie like this you need you need those consistent laughs along the way to to kind of keep you engaged the whole way through Another thing, like the original Space Jam movie, parts of like where they got the biggest laughs, at least for me, is is like, all the cameos that they had, like Bill Murray, uh, Larry Bird. I I, I kind of remember Larry Bird being very funny in it. Um, so I, I'm curious to see if, if they go in a similar direction with this movie and just have some like random cameos pop up, and uh, yeah. if if that's gonna lead to some humor. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the cameos that you saw in the trailer. You mentioned Scooby Doo, and I forget the other name. Um, I'd be interested to see if almost we see all of these animated worlds combine and i feel like there'll be a shot where it's like mid-game where they just pan between like huge like cartoon icons and then they'll just like do like a little one-liner or something it'll be like lebron goes up for a dunk and it'll be like scooby to be like no and then it'll be like two other characters like do that and it'll i don't know i feel like something like that'll be really interesting um i i feel like one cameo that i'd love to see in this that's kind of like off the cuff i feel like jack black would be a great cameo in this um i feel like he kind of he's transcended time almost um he he's not really as involved in uh i guess in pop culture even so to speak like aside from he's on youtube now a bunch he loves his Mm -hmm. online gaming um but i'd love to see him just kind of light up a cameo for like 30 or 40 seconds here and there i think he'd be a great little tidbit to have in at some point yeah i think jack black is kind of a similar comedic archetype to to bill murray so I, i could see him filling like that kind of similar role He's definitely, he's great in kids' movies all the time, so I, I Jack Black's, yeah, that would be interesting if they, if they had someone like that pop up, or like, uh, 
maybe like an Adam Sandler. Yeah, like I was I was just about to say that even like a Chris Rock, Kevin James. I honestly, David Spade would be really funny if they animated David Spade and he was in it. That'd be hilarious. Oh, Steve Buscemi too. That'd be really funny. Yeah, those are all all, all good choices there. Yeah, and you you mentioned like uh, the animated characters, like Scooby Doo and whatnot. And I have a list of some of the ones that that popped up in the trailer. Uh, there was. The Iron Giant, one mm. of the, the bigger ones that I noticed. King Kong. Um, I believe Agent Smith from The Matrix was in there. I think I saw him. Um, it looked like there was some characters from Game of Thrones, like the, the White Walkers. I think Pennywise the Clown was in there. So, like, they, they have a lot uh, of stuff in there. I think there was some Batman villains uh, like that popped up brief, briefly as well. So, I wouldn't be shocked to see like a Batman cameo in this either. So yeah, like they they got a lot of directions they might be able to go. I think uh I think one thing that I'd like to see though is I think I'd like to see a few callbacks to the first movie. Like the old monsters were like washed out in the stands or something, and they're like now old grumpy men, and they're like talking shit to like the new squad, like oh we could have beat this team kind of thing. Like I think that would have been really funny. Um, and then also I. I know that Don Cheadle's supposed to be, like, the new uh, poster boy villain, so to speak. But I think if we were to see the old, like, Monstars Commissioner, the big big guy in the suit, I think at some point, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, Also, maybe, like, maybe some kind of, like, not necessarily a war, but maybe, like, a little skirmish or, like, a brawl, like, mid-game where it's, like, all the good guys against all the bad guys, like, of all the animated characters and real life. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, And, yeah, besides that, I think... I think we've kind of exhausted it. I mean, is there is there really anything else? That, like, maybe maybe give we'll each give like a top three things that we look forward to seeing possibly in this movie that we didn't see in the trailer. Okay, um, I think you you touched on one that would be interesting for me. The sort of like the the monsters and like Danny DeVito's sort of villainous character. I, I'd love to see those guys make a return. Um, so that that would be one for me. Uh, Bill Murray. Let's let's bring Bill Murray back. If Bill Murray's in this, uh, I'm always on board for more Bill Murray. So I'd love to see him come back. And I think the third one is Michael Jordan. I, I'm not sure if Michael Jordan is actually going to be in it or not. So if he is, that that would be dope. So I think Jordan is going to make an appearance at some point. I think it would almost be I think it would almost be rude not to at that point to kind of call back to the origin of the whole story. Um, but I mean, I guess for my three, you mentioned Bill Murray. I would love to see Bill Murray. But on the flip side of that coin, I just thought of another one that I'd like to see, even besides Adam Sandler, who I. I'd love to see i think will ferrell would be perfect i think if you somehow whether he's animated or in real life will ferrell in the stands like uh call uh back to that state farm commercial with drake uh, damar i say it the less i like it um <laughs> i feel like i feel like will ferrell in this would kind of he would excel and i feel like he'd even transcend being a cameo i feel like if he were in it, he'd almost be like kind of the poster boy cameo of the whole thing, even if it was only for like 30 or 45 seconds. Um, and you mentioned it as well uh, after I had, but I feel like there's definitely going to be an old Monstars cameo at some point, uh, whether that's them in the stands, even uh, pumping up the new Monstars, aka the Goon Squad at halftime. Uh, I think that'd be definitely something that we'll see. Um, and I think maybe by the end, I think it would be, I think we might see Bronny James at some point. I think that's something that a lot of people haven't talked about. I think maybe near the end, I know, I know that LeBron has a different like son in the movie. Um, but I think even like, I feel like if LeBron's in the movie, I feel like he may have a bit of creative control where he either got his wife, Savannah, or he got, or he got Bronny or he got Bryce or he got even his whole family at some point in the end, just, just cause, um, yeah. And I feel like even, even little cameos from like guys that he's close with, like Dwayne Wade, Chris. Paul 
stuff like that, I feel like that's very likely to see as well. Uh, and you mentioned Larry Bird. I feel like even recent day NBA legends, I feel like, you know what? I feel like he may animate Kobe. I think that's something that may happen. And I would love to see Kobe in this kind of just uh, tie into his legendary career and life in general. Uh, cut way too short. Um, but yeah, I think I think definitely a Kobe or like even NBA NBA legends cameo within that, I think is definitely a possibility. Yeah, I, I definitely think there will be some sort of tribute to Kobe, whether it's in the, the movie itself or just like, something at the, the end of the credits like you know some something like that like rest in peace to Kobe or you know I, I definitely think that there will be something along those lines uh last one if so Jordan Jordan was joined by a partner golfing who is LeBron's partner in crime Dwayne Wade I think if, if they have something like that it would be Dwayne Wade probably okay I, I don't I don't mind that at all I was I was actually gonna go him as well to be honest if I if I had to pick like a, a fitting sidekick um yeah I think I think we'll definitely we'll definitely see something like that I don't know if it'll be at the beginning like it was with uh with Jordan but I think we'll definitely see it uh somewhere throughout the movie um and I mean with that I mean I think we've kind of covered everything um is there anything else you wanted to say before we uh wrap this up no I think uh, I think we've kind of covered it all I'm I'm looking forward to the movie. That's really the only thoughts I have on it. I was kind of uh, on on the bubble of, as to whether or not I was really hyped for it. I was kind of concerned. And then, you know what? The trailer kind of won me over. I was impressed by the trailer. I'm glad that they're they're taking it in a different direction. And I think it's, it's something that, at the very least, I'm going to be there like opening night, assuming theaters are open. And I'm yeah. definitely going to want to watch it. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm amped. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I think the trailer, the trailer definitely, um, it, it did a lot more than I thought it would. I was, I was not to say that I wasn't interested, like from the beginning when it was first announced that LeBron was going to be in it. In the movie, was even in the works to begin with. Um, but I mean, the, even just through the trailer, like I think it's the perfect balance between like a good anchored storyline and the kind of futuristic, like kid-oriented filming that we've seen in like a lot of like modern day movies. Um, and I feel like it'll be, even though it does look very futuristic, and there's a lot of like, I guess, uh, more more forefront animation because it has been almost 25 years between the filming of both movies um i feel like it'll it'll kind of be refreshing to see that kind of storyline i guess rebirthed in like a more animated and uh and futuristic setting but i think it, it should be really entertaining and i mean especially from all the cameos that we've talked about whether that be animated real life nba legends stuff like that I mean, I'm just interested to see who we see. Like, we only saw so many faces in the trailer. Like, there has to be an equal amount that we haven't seen. So, I don't know. I'm very interested to see who makes an appearance and what kind of impact they have on the storyline. But I'm super excited, as you said. I can't wait to watch it in June. All right. I think that, that covers it then. So, yeah, I guess, I guess that's pretty much it. Do we? Uh, do you have any articles that you want to plug? I mean, we're filming our next episode right after this. So, you guys will see a combined March Madness NBA episode following this. Um, but, I mean besides any barring any articles that you're working on or have worked on in the past that you want to plug? No, I don't really have uh, anything up right now. Okay. I need a break sort of. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, uh, well, that has been it for our fourth episode of the Overline Sports Layup Line. We are very happy that you joined us. Uh, be sure to check us out on wherever you listen to, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, I, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever it may be, check us out, subscribe, give us a follow, give us a few likes here and there. It makes us very happy. Uh, Nolan hasn't slept much because we only got, I think, like two likes on our last one. So make sure to give us some more likes so he gets some sleep at some point and fixes his sleep schedule. Um, and besides that, I mean, take it easy. Enjoy Space Jam with us and we'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys later.